I love it when we have an opportunity to speak with an expert who's a newbie, and he starts with, I'm just a regular guy, Mike. I happen to be a, a doctor who knows an awful lot about COVID-19, and I am absolutely well, uh, willing to share. Well, and that's not the only thing. Dr. Joe Crean, thanks very much for talking with us. I appreciate your regular guy approach. Well, good morning, Mike. Thanks for having me. COVID-19, are we seeing a spike because we opened too early? Well, Mike, I would say we're seeing a spike for several reasons. Uh, I guess I won't judge whether we opened too early because that's a complex question. But undoubtedly, uh, we've been very successful at flattening the curve. Thank you, Lacrosse. Thank you, everybody in the region that's done what they needed to do to flatten the curve so that we didn't have a situation like you saw on the news from New York City or other urban centers that really struggled with too many cases and difficulty providing care for those patients in the ICUs. So what we've done around here has really worked, and now the challenge is how do we reopen as safe as possible? The other reason why you're seeing a spike in cases is we have better testing available. So there is a lot more testing going on. So I think we're catching cases. And I think our county in particular and neighboring counties are doing an even better job at contact tracing. That's the term we use for if you would happen to be positive, Mike, they then try to figure out who have you been around? Who do you live with? Who do you work with? Who's been close to you that could have possibly caught it or that you caught it from? So we track down those cases and then they show up with a positive test. So those all get registered thus you have more positive tests. So it's really both. It's yes, we're open and there's more contact, so there's a possibility of contracting COVID, but it's also that we're doing a better job of testing and contacting the people who may have been in contact with a positive patient. And are we doing enough to protect those vulnerable individuals, those that are elderly, or as we talked about off the air, those who are not as old but smoke, they have other issues going on they get COVID-19 and people nod and say see told you you should have quit smoking Uh, but the rest of us who are happy and healthy and you know just fat uh, get COVID-19 and go home and recover and come back into society and it's like getting any other flu from that different symptoms and shortness of breath and so forth it's more serious I don't mean to lighten that but uh, Lots of people freaking out over any uh, COVID numbers like we should shut back down. Is that a good idea? Do we just start this all over again in a couple of months? Well, those are great questions, Mike. Uh, Let me split them up the best I can. So the first one about protecting the vulnerable, and you alluded to folks uh, that live in a long-term care facility like nursing homes, Um, I can tell you that that our county and the neighboring counties have done, again, an excellent job at trying to protect those folks. And you've seen in the news uh, a county in Minnesota, not far from here, where they did have some uh, significant cases and deaths in a nursing home. And you haven't seen that here in La Crosse. It's because we've really tightened those up. The folks that work there have done a great job. And um, I think we've done everything we can to protect those, those people. We test anybody that's going to get admitted to a nursing home around here. So if I have somebody in the hospital that I'm going to send to a nursing home because they need some rehab there, we do a test on them, even though they don't have symptoms of COVID, just to be 100% sure as best possible that they aren't going to be bringing it into the facility. And you saw recently in the news that uh, 
the National Guard was here, and we did uh, testing of many of the people that work at those facilities uh, to make sure we're being as safe as possible there as well. So uh, as far as the vulnerable in that way, I think we're doing a great job. Now, you mentioned uh, the, the health of the rest of us. Yeah. I would say um, take advantage of uh, the change in in our culture that you may have more time on your hands. There may be things you can't do that you uh, did before. Get outside. Get some exercise. It's good for you in a lot of ways, including mentally. And I would put a plea out there. You mentioned smoking. I think quitting smoking is one of the most important things people can do to survive COVID if they would happen to catch it. It's also great to help survive and not get things like cancer and heart disease and other big problems. But use COVID as an extra motivator to help you quit smoking. And there's lots of ways you can do that with over-the-counter products. See your doc. There's a couple medications that could help. But that would be a great thing to do during this time and turn a negative into a positive. Could we, I I read a report recently, a, a study that shows that Wisconsin is one of the least restrictive states regarding COVID-19. Are there things that we should do more of? Is it really, in your opinion, necessary to wear a mask no matter what when you go to the grocery store, when you go to a box, when you're shopping? When you leave your house should uh, you or going into a building, I guess you don't need to wear a mask while you're driving your car. But when you are going to do business, do you need to put on a mask? So I, I would say that... Um I'll tell you what I do, and uh, I try to set an example as well in that regard. So when you're driving alone, you certainly don't need to wear a mask. When you're driving with the people that you live with and you interact with every day, you don't need to wear a mask. However, when you go in the grocery store, I wear a mask. And a little disappointed to see that perhaps there's less of a percentage of people wearing masks now. I think the reality is we are open. Uh, You've asked whether it's good or bad that we're open. Um, I'm not judging that, but the reality is that our, our state has opened back up, and that being the case, try to stay as safe as possible. Avoid crowded large gatherings. Um, wear a mask if you're in buildings. So uh, many of the, the businesses in town require that you wear a mask. Um, go along with that. It's a good idea. Wash your hands. And uh, that, that's something that's real simple. Wash your hands frequently. It can be with the hand sanitizer. If not, soap and water will work. Another thing that you can do some people over, uh, overlook is wipe down your phone, your keys, things that you touch frequently, your steering wheel. Clean those off. You're less likely to get sick. And if you do get sick in some way, stay home, stay away from other people, and get tested. Call your doc, call your clinic, and they will hook you up to get tested. And that's really the key. So social distance as you're able. Um, if you're out on the golf course, for example, you don't need to wear a mask when you're staying away from people, but uh, you don't want to be walking immediately right next to each other. If you can help it, right. spread out a bit. When you get back to the clubhouse and you're going to participate in uh, you know, the 19th hole, put on a mask. Dr. Joe Crean, thank you very much for talking with us on the the crosstalk this morning. It is awesome to speak with a regular guy who also happens to be a doctor and knows stuff.